Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. I am joined by Big Sky reporter and host Alex Eshelman. How are you doing? I mean, what an incredible turnout we've had so far this week in Billings for the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. How are you doing? I am doing extremely well, and I agree. It's a great turnout, great event, and yeah, I was excited when they said you were here because I've been following you since you were on the Bobcat sideline. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I guess kind of what got broadcast journalism and especially sports broadcasting. Well, that's a great question. And I want to hear how you started Wide Left Sports. This is so cool that you're doing this um, and all the platforms that you can find your show on. Yeah. You can talk about that. But how I got my love and passion kickstarted for broadcast. It's kind of silly, but I really started it at age 11 years old when I started doing cheerleading. I played golf. I played soccer. I played tennis, all the sports that my parents threw me in. And for some reason, reason, competitive cheerleading and more, more than competitive, really, just the game day cheerleading got me into what I am doing now. And as much as I loved exercising and being athletic, being a part of a team. My passion uh, for sports comes from being a part of just the overall game day experience. I have since that age, I've loved nothing more than spending my weekends, my Friday nights at a football game, at a basketball game, um, at a volleyball game, gymnastics meet. And so said, okay, where can I go and continue this in college? I went to the University of Arizona, mainly because I wanted warm weather. Little did I know I was going to end up in Montana <laughs> and uh, and now in Salt Lake City where where you get definitely get full seasons, but continued my cheerleading uh, career there. From there, I said, okay, how can I continue this when obviously I know I can't be a cheerleader on the sidelines right. forever. And um, along with just being a part of the game day experience, I loved getting to know the players, getting to know the coaches, their families, the fans, and being that kind of bridge, like a cheerleader mm-hmm. is, the bridge between the the fans and, and the teams um, and being able to connect everybody. I said, okay, sideline reporting, that's it. <laughs> that's awesome for sure. So, you know, obviously I'm a massive Bobcat fan and uh, that's where... <laughs> That's where I saw you get your start, I guess. I don't know if that's your first job, but that's where I saw you start. So what was it like being a part of that game day, getting to see the rodeo up close, getting to see our team be as good as they are? Just how was that whole experience for you? You know what, Mitch? It was truly, I'm and I'm a dramatic person, but I'm not going to lie. It was maybe the best two and a half years of my life. Without a doubt, I can comfortably say that. Uh, I graduated from the U of A in 2019. And from there, I took a graduate 
position at the Pac-12 network in San Francisco. And that was great for me because I'm originally from the Sacramento area. It was two hours away from home. Mm -hmm. Good transition from school into the quote unquote real world. And I really cut my teeth there. I got copy for the talent. I worked in all the different departments, the programming department, the production department. I wrote highlights for um for the talent and, and scripts. Obviously they know what they're what they were talking about the most. So they would right. make little tweaks and all that and I'd learn from them. But um I got my start there and I knew I wanted to be in front of the camera telling the stories and being the conveyor to the audience. And um I have two really great um on-air mentors there. Ashley Adamson and then Mike Yam, who's now with the NFL Network, they both said, you know what, go somewhere where you can get the reps every single day, cut your teeth, practice, make those mistakes, mm -hmm. um, and just learn and continue to grow. I have family in Livingston and Bozeman, okay. uh, two cousins of mine who are more like brothers. They went to Montana State. They loved it. They're still here, that portion of my family. And then I actually had a friend, Kevin Cassis, who you know, since you're a Bobcat <laughs> fan. We grew up together and um, it went to the same high school. He obviously played for Montana State, yeah. did, did fairly well to say the fairly least well. with the Bobcats. Um, and I said, okay, I know a handful of people who are good people. They liked Bozeman and, and Montana. I have to at least like it. Right. And I got there and, uh, and just like everybody else. And unfortunately, just like every other probably Californian, <laughs> you get there and you're like, dang, this is pretty, this is pretty good. This yeah. is pretty good. The, and really what it is, it's the people on top of the beauty of the place. And so, um, the two and a half years covering the Bobcats best seasons, uh, some of their best seasons, the national championship, the March madness appearances, right. It was one word magical. I think that's a pretty dang good word. I think every Bobcat fan would agree. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. For sure. So, you know, obviously there are a bunch of great moments during those two and a half years, but what are some moments that stuck out to you as a sideline sideline reporter? Well, that's a great question because like I just said, that 2021 season uh, to 2022 uh, season was one of the best seasons that the program has ever had. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not only for the program, but for me personally, because I was living my dream, I, I had been wanting to be on the sidelines and, and to be covering a team that was made up of such uh, respectful, good young men um, and women who were built, you know, that made this entire program um, what it is. I, I think you, I can't overlook the Bobcats are going to the national championship. <laughs> fireworks exploding yeah. playing if you're going to play in texas you gotta <laughs> fiddle in the band like that i think was one of those moments where you say you had to be there because in that moment it was just pure bliss and and it was one of those moments where you're just in the moment you weren't mm -hmm. thinking about what's on your phone you aren't right. thinking about what's going on downtown you're not thinking about why you're not here why you're not you were so in the moment and um that one one moment to me was was pretty incredible. That's awesome. So then now you moved on and you are the hosting reporter for the whole conference of the Big Sky. Yes. So how did that opportunity come up and how has it been so far for you? You know what? It was um it it I always say this about Bozeman. Um it was kind of a meant to be 
situation for me. I, you know, I ended up in a place where I had family and when they posted the job for me to come to Bozeman, it was the, they posted the same day that I, that I looked online and I was like, okay. And then it was also in the height of COVID and I signed my contract the day before the world shut down. Oh, wow. And so it was really a meant to be thing. Same with the big sky conference. Um, I got connected with everybody there just from covering Montana state, great group of people. And one of my very good friends and somebody that I look up to in this business, Mary Luce cook was the previous, um, reporter for the conference. She is now doing huge things. She's catapulted herself. And, um, I look up to her in, in a lot of ways and I got to see firsthand what she was able to do with the big sky conference, how she was able to really make this role, what it is. Um, so I, you know, it, it just kind of worked out to where I felt like it was the right situation for me to, to, um, expand my horizons a little bit, cover not only Montana state, but the Grizz, yeah, Idaho, Idaho state, Weber state, NAU, the list goes on. Right. Um, because ultimately my, my goal is to cover a conference and cover a group of schools and be a part of as much school spirit as I can. Uh, while, while Montana state has a big piece of my heart for sure. I share that piece now equally with all of the other schools. Cause they all have so many great things to offer. So it was, it was just kind of a, a God thing for me. It was, it was meant to be. That's so awesome. So you know, what advice do you have for someone that loves sports, but maybe can't move on to the next level or just isn't athletically gifted and wants to still be involved? What advice do you have to them to be the best reporter they can? That's a great question, Mitch. And I would say no matter what you are able to do, um, you know, there are so many rules. There are so many rules. And I just saw a great quote the other day that one of my idols, I think a lot of people have the same idol, Aaron Andrews. I call her the Tom Brady of sideline reporters because yeah. she is, she was one of one. And she p- recently posted a quote that said, if you can't find a seat at the table, or if there's not a seat at the table, create your own table. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's something that goes along the lines of that, that there's, there's roles for everybody in sports. That's, that's my favorite part about working in sports is because I think that it's a space where it doesn't matter what background you come from, what culture you come from, what you look like, Mm -hmm. you know, it, there's a place for everybody. And it's a, it's a place where everybody can come together and root for one thing. And I think in so many other areas in life that's been lost. Right. Um, and I think that's why sports have stayed alive and they continue to, and they continue to grow um, is because it's a place of unity. And uh, so I, I would just say, don't give up. Always look for opportunities, ask for help. There are people out there. I have had so much more, so many more people that have helped me than, than not. Um, and and know that there's a place for you. There's a place for you. Awesome. Well, 
I love this interview. It was great. So thank you so much for coming on tonight and being here in Billings. That's even better. Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate it. And quickly, I want to hear how you got your love for, for broadcast because you are a oh, man. Um, So, you know, those tests you would always take in school. They're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yes. Mine would always come back sports broadcaster. <laughs> and Why? I don't know. I've always loved sports, <laughs> always loved baseball. That's my number one love. And then being in Montana, you kind of fall in love with football just because that's the sport in Montana. And, um, you know, I've been in college for a long time, never really known what I wanted to do. And COVID kind of started this podcast for me. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast just for fun. And it's really ballooned. <laughs> and here you are. Yeah. <laughs> the face of Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame podcast and interviews. You're doing such a great job. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Thank you so much, Alex. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> so appreciated it. Oh my gosh. Wait, let's get a photo. Yes. <laughs>